Innovation, movement, revolution. These are just a few words. Inspiring, life-changing, extravagant. Just another couple of cool adjectives. Radical, exquisite, beautiful. What do all those words have in common? They're adjectives, and kids don't know shit about them. How stupid can you little shits be where you can't even understand simple grammatical things? How do you think you are going to pass your SATs and get into college, you dumb fucks? Millennials don't know shit, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a boomer. Adjectives. We're not the same as nouns, you assholes. Paid for by the Seven Cities English Department. Do your fucking homework. I've been binge eating Funyuns long before anyone paid me to. I didn't do it to be cool. I didn't do it to be crazy. I was just uh, stoned all the time. There's nothing better on a warm summer day when you're baked as fuck than a giant bag of Funyuns just sitting there waiting for you while you turn on your Xbox and think about if the clouds are judging you for what you're doing but they're not because they're soft soft and cuddly like your bunny rabbit or your guinea pig go buy some funions ladies and gentlemen the short news podcast with your host alex mador Welcome back. This is the Short News Podcast, the show hated by Ted Cruz and loved by, you know, I don't really think it's that many people, but, um, was that that funny? I don't know. Please clap. And like, a lot of us are really smart. I'm really smart. Small weed every day. You are fake news. Nothing is impossible. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Got a big crowd out here tonight. Sorry if I'm a little bit out of it. Um, and sorry I'm late. There's some things happening within my family that aren't good. Um, Somebody, uh, somebody that is, um, you know, somebody I really care about has health issues and I've been really upset about everything. Um, you know, just trying to deal with it. I've been taking my mind off all the sadness by playing this game I bought like five years ago and never played. I got it right, like right when it came out called No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Yeah. It's like. Minecraft, but with spaceships and infinite planets within massive galaxies. 
it, it sucked when it first came out. It was terrible. It was unplayable. But, you know, and that, that's why I never played it. But revisiting it now in 2021, it's an amazing experience. And I, I truly love this game so much. Like, I don't know, man. I'm really starting to get into flight games. I have a Microsoft Flight Simulator, um, the Wingsuit VR game Rush for my Oculus Go. Um, I have, I got this new one, this piloting, like you pilot a World War II plane and you get into dogfights with, with other people online. And it's crazy. It's a little dizzying, but you legit feel kind of like you're flying a plane. And it's a thrill, man. I've needed this adrenaline rush. Because, like, you know, I there are things I want to do. Like, I want to go to the shooting range. I want to, you know, I don't know, skate. I want to go to the skate park. I want to do, like, crazy shit. But that costs money. And I already have a VR headset. So why not? Like, why not that? Outsource to VR. Um, speaking about, um, speaking of outsourcing to vr there's also vr porn um which we often joke about or have joked about in the older episodes of this show from over a year ago uh we were so young back then you remember those days this pandemic has caused me to age like 10 years forward it's, it's fucked like visually it's not a good look i look tired all the time i look like vince vaughn like every day but any anyways yeah you know, VR porn is pretty cool, if I'm being real. The main issue I have with it is there is no, there's no way to know when someone is going to walk in on you doing it. There's no Oculus notification that's like, put your pants on, your, your, your fiancé is, is in the vicinity. Like, she's about to come in the room. So, you know, I haven't used it for that, for that activity. Um, you know, in a really long time. I don't have a lot of privacy. But um, I've been watching the show Dave on FX because they came out with a new season. It's a great show, you know, about Lil Dicky. And he uses his VR headset for porn on that show all the time. It's like the running joke, I guess. And, dude, it's pretty crazy because it's like virtually the girl is, like, climbing on top of you and doing, you know, all those things. But, you know, but the issue I have with it is when they start, like, kissing you, then then it feels like cheating. Then that's, that's too much. That's too intimate. I don't like that. I don't like having that intimate connection with the porn. I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to just, like, I'm not trying to do that. That It's tricking my brain, you know? And, like, I've always wondered what is considered cheating when it comes to all of the new technology and the sex robots, and the blowjob machines, like, you weren't actually having an intimate connection with another human being, like, you just need a creative way to bust a nut at the end of the day, I think it's pretty simple, and a lot of ladies in relationships, um, try to make it into something much more, uh, significant than it really is, but in reality, um, you know, ladies, you aren't always game, you aren't always down, DTF, you know? Like, especially if you're in a long-term relationship, um, and what? Like, I'm supposed to not do anything? I'm supposed to just keep it all held inside? No. That's, that's a literal torture. That is psychological terrorism. If you 
don't let your partner watch, you know, sexual things, but you also won't have sex with them. That's like, come on. What are you, that's, you're literally just torturing them. Psychological terrorism. So, like, you know, and, and decent men, decent men don't expect their partners to always want to have sex when they want to, when, when they want to. So, so what's the compromise that gets everyone what they want? Sex robots, VR, something, man, some simulator of some sort. Like, I'm, I'm standing up for all the technologically adept men out there. Do what you please with your VR headsets. Just don't forget to lock the door because think about how, think about how ridiculous you look jerking off with a headset on. Imagine if, um, Ben Franklin came here through, like, a, through some time machine from 1776. First thing he saw was you jerking off into a napkin with a virtual reality headset on. It's the most, like, vulnerable position ever. What would he say? He'd probably be like, my god, this is revolutionary technology. It's so immersive. I never have to speak to another woman again. Like, changes the space-time continuum so, like, men don't breed and then America just never happens because no one's reproducing because they all have VR porn. Okay, yeah, so (laughs) that's my bit. That is my bit. But listen, like, do do what you want to do at the end of the day. Technology has gone to a point where people literally are jerking off in the third dimension or the fourth dimension. I don't know which one it is at this point. Um, like, Jesus, I went, like, I went on a rant there about VR porn. <laughs> like, I need to stop talking about that. I, I just think it's, a, like, the funniest thing to think about how people look when they're doing it. But anyways, anyways, yeah, gaming... Gaming has been great. Like, I, I got this new virtual theme park game, which has, like, a, like, maybe eight rides and a bunch of different games. I've been spending hours in there. Like, I went in at 2 p.m. the other day, came out at, like, 5, not realizing what time it was or anything. It, it It's disorienting to come out of VR after not keeping track of anything on the outside. But I go all in. I set up the rotating fan so that it blows air on me while the roller coaster is running. So it, you know, increases the immersion. I, I've needed these things to, to wake myself up and take my mind off the stressful and upsetting shit that's currently going on in my family. Um, there's a lot of drama, too. I just, I, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but it's, um, it's something that, that, I'm, that I'm working on here. Two hours later. Oh, wow. Okay, that's cool. Um, anyways, that's my little update. And I hope that explains why I am late once again. I know I've been terrible at keeping to the schedule since we moved and since Blue Wire Hustle. It took so long to transfer me over to the new hosting site. I'm trying to get back on the horse. It's just these things keep happening and demotivating me from moving forward but just know that i'm working on it anyways we should get into some news um once again justice in my opinion has not been properly served drake bell i guess he got a plea deal or something because 
he's only been sentenced to two years of probation for literally trying to have sex with like a child, like a 15 year old. Dude is a literal child predator. People know he's done it before, yet he's just allowed to go free and do whatever the fuck he wants. Go back to Mexico and like, where the, the age of consent is younger. How is he able to get off like this? So now he, Bill Cosby, all these freaks with sexual misconduct, accusations, allegations, or just who are guilty. Like, Cosby will probably go on tour again, like normal, now that he's out. Like, you that, what, what fucked up technicality was that that got him out there? I don't even know. Sorry, I'm just... If you haven't tried Dr. Pepper cream soda, it's like, it's a new, I guess it's a new Dr. Pepper thing. But, yeah, they, Dr. Pepper has their own, like, cream soda. It's like Dr. Pepper and cream. It's delicious. Anyway, I don't know, maybe maybe Drake Bell and and Bill Cosby can go on tour. The, um, the No Accountability World Tour. This is ridiculous, honestly. The Hollywood Blind Items, right? Crazy Days and Nights, brought up a good point. He, he moved to Mexico. Not that long ago. Age of consent is 17. He changed his name to Drake Campana. Just so he could appeal to his Spanish-speaking audience. Like, dude, you literally... You literally just... Put the word bell... Into Google Translate. And that's how you figure... Like, the literal translation of the word bell. And it's just Drake Campana. (laughs) It's really not that... Like, it's not cool, man. Seems like a really shallow way to appeal to a new audience that you literally know nothing about other than that they make you a little bit of coin. I really hope he gets run out of the NFT space on Clubhouse. Like, I really do. I don't think anyone with a brain or a set of morals wants him around there. He's been involved in some sketchy-ass behavior. He's dated high schoolers before. It's a known fact, and it's documented. He's even taken her to events like he was openly dating a high schooler when he was in his mid-twenties. But, like, like who would trust Drake Bell with their kid? I really don't know. She accused him of being abusive. We talked about this last summer. You know, he, he just, shit keeps, like, hitting the fan for him. Like, every summer it feels like he either gets, like, a DUI or someone comes out with, like, a, an accusation against him, or he he gets arrested for being a predator. Um, I don't know, I heard a, you know, I can't, I have written down here something that, no, I don't want to get in trouble. That's not worth it. That's not worth it. I was going to say um, something that I, I heard from somebody that he did, but, Someone said he did something really bad at their high school, and I don't, there's no evidence of that other than their word, so I don't know, um, maybe they, they're just trying to, trying to add to this thing, but they better not release Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> they better not, that, that asshole, that one needs to rot in there. He, he's a fucked up individual to hold people's careers over their heads in exchange for sexual favors. And he looks like a disgusting fucking troll. Like he legit looks like a member of the Horde in World of Warcraft. Like tried to get a job in corporate America and ended up 
with misconduct allegations and in jail. <laughs> Have there been a lot of um a lot of ce- celebrity cancellations in 2021? Like not not really any huge ones um that really stand out other than like the huge chunk of um of YouTubers who were all called out for doing extremely fucked up shit. Like how come James Charles isn't facing any legal trouble following all the evidence that that was published proving that he's a predator? He likes kids. We all know it. There's proof he even pretty much admitted to having sent shit to kids. Like I think it's insane that <clears throat> all of these idiots can just get away with this shit like they like they did nothing wrong. And we need to do better. Maybe instead of busting weed dealers and wasting time with that, we should be busting child predators who are actually doing harm to society. Just an idea. I don't know. The people who are in charge of policing are fucking idiots, but... And then there's all these influencers um, who aren't predators, but who still, you know, haven't gotten into any trouble been held accountable for the save the kids coin that they pumped and dumped i can't believe they're still acting like that shit's just normal like dude you scammed hundreds of thousands of people out of millions of dollars and made a huge bag off it and i hate to say it but there there does like there there definitely needs to be some sort of regulations put on at least starting a crypto or on, on pumping and dumping like something needs to change here there's too many bad people getting involved. That pumping and dumping shit is a nightmare, dude. I I was a victim of that. It was bad. It was really frustrating. Anyways, what's been going on in the world outside of the useless influencer space? You know, I don't think we've really... Um, let me fix this microphone really quick. Um, so I don't think we have, um, really talked about the voting restriction laws that were, um, put into place by Republicans, uh, this year. So, the lowdown of that, 17 states have implemented in total 28 new laws that make it more difficult for people to vote, with, um, with President Biden recently calling it the 21st century Jim Crow laws. Because these these laws are set up to systemically make sure that black people, people of color, are unable to easily vote. And it's really fucked up that Republicans can get away with just changing the rules and taking voting rights away from Americans simply because they're sore losers and, and they wanted Trump and they don't get Trump. Like, they're willing to do the most fucked up shit just so they don't lose anymore. They legit had to change the rules. And that's the only way they could even stand a chance in the elections. In the future elections, I mean. Like, it's so clear what they're trying to do. I don't know how they can even try to spin it into anything positive for this country. There's no point in a law that makes it illegal for people to give water to the people waiting in the long-ass lines to vote. It's not a marathon. You're not, like, there's, you're not cheating if you, like, don't get dehydrated and someone helps you not get dehydrated. Like, the lines are so long. So, like, 
those long ass lines are there because Republicans reduced the number of polling places in those 17 states. Meaning, yeah, super long lines making it even more difficult and more annoying to vote. People don't have all day. People don't have the patience. Election day is on a Tuesday. Not everyone has the luxury to, you know, go out of their day on, on like a work day and, and go vote and wait in a line for like up to six, six hours or more, depending on the place. No one is able to, to stand in a line for eight hours just to place their vote. That's not how democracy is supposed to work. It should be easy to vote. I don't know why we have to make it so like people have to jump through hoops to do something that they have their right to do as an American. They're making the voting process unbearable um, for people of color and really people in general. When you look at all the ridiculous rules they decided to implement, white male conservatives are actually ridiculous. And maybe just as sensitive as libtards. Like they're so butthurt over losing the election to a senile 78-year-old man that they literally need to make it so potential Democratic voters can't vote in the future. Here's an idea, Republicans. Maybe choose leaders who actually care about what's best for the country other than trying to keep us in the 1800s. These voting restrictions definitely do echo the Jim Crow laws. It's just a modern more systemic version of that. Republicans are literally against giving everyone the same rights, but they mask it as trying to preserve traditional American values. And newsflash, traditional American values are outdated and hurt more people than they help. Like, are these ridiculous laws reversible by chance? I I hope so. I can't believe anyone supports this. And I probably have family members who are happy about it. Like, yeah, I have, like, one or two very racist family members. Um, so I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing this coming Thanksgiving we're going to have a lot to argue about. We'll see. We need to somehow work towards making sure everyone who wants to vote is e- easily able to vote. I don't know how we go about doing that other than changing the laws, the system, and the people in charge. Like, remember what I said about our current political climate? This is the final stand of the straight white male. I haven't said that in a while, but I may have said it during the insurrection. Like, they they did that insurrection after voters showed that there are people that are being underrepresented that want to be represented other than straight white males in this country. They spoke out against that. And then the straight white males felt unheard. They didn't like feeling unheard, even though all the minorities and everyone else, like, has been feeling unheard forever. (laughs) So now they're trying to systemically fuck shit up so that it goes back to only the straight white male having an easy time voting. You know, like, Hassan Piker worded it really well. He said, conservatism is just trying to freeze time. I would take it a step further. I would say conservatism is trying to go back in time. Trying to reverse time. They don't want minorities to vote because in the past, minorities haven't been well represented in American elections. They want 
They want to stay in that time period when everyone else is ready to move forward. I don't think Republicans will be around in 30 years, at least not in the capacity that they are currently. Not with all of the progress that the rest of society is making when it comes to acceptance of others. They'll have to change. They'll definitely have to change. We'll see what happens there. It definitely concerns me about the next election, that people are going to have a hard time. Like we're uh, we're going to see how difficult this makes it for people of color and for Democrats and for, you know, I don't know, for, for people to vote. See what the results are and if that changes things. You know, people's rights should be protected. But unfortunately, there will always be people in the government who are supposed to defend your rights that will actually be working to take them away. And it sucks. It really sucks. We have to, um, we gotta stop those people. Um, anyways, uh, what else is going on? Um, oh, and cannabis news, which is my favorite kind of news. The Senate is going to vote on a marijuana legalization bill. Which would allow for cannabis companies to use banks. Finally, allow them to use banks to hold their uh, their profits. Because currently, so the dispensaries that I go to, they only take cash. Specifically because of the laws against cannabis companies being able to use banks or being able to accept debit card payments. So this would make it much more streamlined of a process to buy weed. Uh, because come on, like who, who wants to use cash? Nobody. Cash is annoying. It's a pain in the ass. I'd rather just, you know, pay on my phone or on my debit card or whatever. Um, like you, you have to stop in an ATM, pay the ATM fee, then get exact amounts or like they give you change back. What do you do with the change? Buy a stick of bubble gum? It's not 1920. And these companies, these cannabis companies, they're legitimate businesses, so they should definitely have the rights to um, the right to use financial institutions to store their money. They aren't drug dealers; they're cannabis dispensaries. Different, man. It's different, man. Yeah, they're not drug dealers; they're cannabis dispensaries. Yo, I'm not a pothead; I'm a cannabis connoisseur. It'd be like a meme, the Drake meme, where he's like, "No," and then like, "Yes." Drug addict, cannabis connoisseur. (laughs) Let them operate like legitimate businesses. I I hope this goes through because it it would be a big step towards normalization and legalization and legitimization of uh, cannabis sale and use. You know, I found a cannabis dispensary that's only like 20, 30 minutes away from me, and their selection looks pretty good. So I might have to check it out. Um, I haven't gotten any THC oil in a couple months. But that would hit me super hard. <clears throat> if I tried it again, oh, I'm losing my voice. No. <clears throat> but uh, we're getting closer to federal legalization. And it's really good that the majority of the Northeast states have recently legalized, including my hometown state, 
of Connecticut, my home state of Connecticut. So when I go back to my hometown, you know, I can I can smoke a joint outside the police station and they really can't do anything about it. Dude, I'm gonna be such an asshole about this in Richfield. Like, oh man, I'm gonna take so much advantage of the new Connecticut laws. Holy shit. It's gonna be bad. I'm gonna go like sit outside the police station with a Bluetooth speaker. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. Like just blunts. Just smoking five blunts at once, like just in my mouth. Probably not good. I would probably suffocate from all the smoke. But anyways, uh Anyways, uh, oh my voice, oh my god. Oh my voice. Oh my god. There's they're putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Oh that Alex Mador, he's a Russian asset. He's a he's a Chinese asset. <laughs> so we gotta talk about Ted Cruz. We gotta make fun of him. He's back on TV. I'm glad. I thought, you know, I thought he got scared away. I really did. Teddy doesn't go down without a fight. He doesn't. He may not have testicles, but he does have a little pee-pee. So that, I guess that helps a little. What am I saying? I'm so stupid. Um, sometimes my brain shuts down, and I resort to, like, simple, Oh, little pee-pee. He has a little pee-pee. Johnny. Okay, I'm sorry, I'll stop. So, we got Senator Ted Cruz here on Fox News, and he is saying Biden is putting politics ahead of public safety and public health. Let's see why we're talking about this. it. Texas Senator Ted Cruz. Senator, how you doing? And good morning to you, good sir. I got, got a lot to get through. We'll see how Why is he so happy? Sorry, I'm, that, that's mean. Why are you so happy, Ted? Stop being happy. Everybody hates you, Ted. No, I'm kidding. It's good to see you. It's very good to see you as well. I know you're not actually happy to see me and that you're just being paid to say that. Uh, your your secretary told me that uh, right before we got on here. So I'm, I may look like I'm smiling a lot, but I'm actually holding back tears. I'm, I'm holding back tears. How much we can get through in the next couple of minutes here. Governor well, Abbott said last night on local TV in Texas, he said, I will call a special session after special session after special session until election of next year. All right, I don't know if that's the fate here, but how does this end, do you think, with lawmakers leaving the state? Well, I think it's going to end with the Texas legislature taking up and passing election integrity legislation. What you're seeing the Democrats do here is a political stunt. And, you know, I will say it's ironic. As they were getting on their private jet to fly to Washington, D.C., they almost surely had to show identification to get on that jet. And, and yet they're doing this in a fit because they don't want mail-in ballots to be verified. They don't want the signatures to be verified. They don't want basic integrity steps to be strengthened in the state of Texas. This is, at the end of the day, politics. Oh, you're mad about a political walkout that happened. And, and they need to get back to doing their jobs. And one way or the other, they will. Uh, one of the things one way or the other will get them back to do their jobs. I can be very, very forceful. I am actually the new death stroke in uh that's why I got the beard. I'm the new death stroke in Justice League. More like in Justice League. I uh 
I, I, I shit myself in the middle of filming, and they, they included it in the movie, but then the whole movie got scrapped because uh, they realized all of the footage involving my face was unusable on IMAX. It looked horrible. They, they just, they did not want to, they did not want anybody else to experience what they had experienced by looking at my face like that. Sorry, I just had to take a screenshot of his, of the face he's making right now in this. Oh, that's perfect. That is perfect. Thank you. Could you send that to me? Please don't put a penis in my mouth or anything like that when you Photoshop it. Could you just... You know, make my beard look a little, a little less patchy. Make me look a little cooler. Maybe give me an eye patch. I, I'm very jealous of Dan Crenshaw because you know he looks, he looks more of a part of Deathstroke than I do. I, I don't know why they didn't give him the job. Probably because he, he can't read a script with only one eye. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. He couldn't even read before that. He, he's, little known fact, Dan Crenshaw never went to high school. He's illiterate. <laughs> eyes are no, eyes are no eyes. He cannot read. Things, you know, it's interesting, Bill. One of the very first assignments I ever had back 17 years ago, when I was newly appointed as the Solicitor General of Texas, one of the first questions I ever got is the Speaker of the House of the Legislature, the Legislature was redistricting then, and the Democrats did the same thing. They fled. That time they fled for Ardmore, Oklahoma, the House members, and then shortly thereafter for Albuquerque, New Mexico. And the Speaker of the House asked the Attorney General, who was then Greg Abbott, my boss, he said, hey, do I have the authority to arrest fleeing legislatures, these Democrats that have left to break a quorum? And Abbott in turn asked me, I did the... We don't like, we don't like protesters. And uh, on the Republican side, we, we do not like protesters unless, of course, they are... Unless, of course, they are storming the Capitol trying to kill Mike Pence. <laughs> because he's a traitor. He's a traitor. And we, we depended on him to make all the bad stuff happen. My Ted Cruz is not calibrated properly right now. <laughs> I have, I have no testicles. I have none. Is that better? That's a little better. I, I don't know. I really don't know. The research, and it turns out the answer is yes. Uh, under the Texas Constitution, there's a provision that explicitly gives the speaker the authority to arrest fleeing House members. So they, so they, I, I wouldn't call it fleeing. I would call it walking out in protest of you guys's stupid ass, like laws that you're coming up with. So I don't know. That's that's kind. Of, you're mad that they're that they're kind of flipping you guys off, essentially. I don't like being insulted. You know, they wasted my time. I could have been I could have been home not spending time with my kids because they they uh they went to their uh their grandparents' house with, with uh Heidi. Heidi said she's never coming back. And you know, I know she doesn't mean it. I know she doesn't mean it. But uh you know, I did see that uh Eduardo went in the car with them and and that, that did kind of make me a little bit upset. You know, Eduardo, he's the pool boy. He he does a little bit more than cleaning the gutters, if you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 
Alex Mador, why are you so mean to me? Why are you so mean to me, Alex Mador? You are a bully. I've never done anything to you. I'm not even in your state. <laughs> that provision is copied word for so, word. So he's saying they should arrest the, the Democrats who walked out. But imagine if, if the, it was the Republicans who did just that. Ted Cruz would be saying, those brave men and women, those brave men and women who stood up for what they believe in. Oh, they're so brave. They, they, could, they did. They did, 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 did what I could not do because I have no testicles and I could not ever stand up for what I believe. And I actually think, I think they're heroes. I think they should be given medals. But then like with the Democrats, like, they should be locked up. We should arrest them for speaking out against what they, they think is oppression. Yeah, we should arrest them and oppress them even more to make the point, you know, bring the point home. Bring the point home extra. You know, I didn't know if uh, the oppression part was was uh, clear enough yet, but I think we're getting there. Heard from the U.S. We're literally a minute 55 into this video. Holy shit. Constitution. And so this stunt is going to fail. They're going to come back. There's going to be a quorum. And I believe the legislature is going to do its job and protect the integrity of elections. Ensure people can vote, but also ensure that we don't have fraud. We don't have people casting illegal votes. That would be and also uh, they did fundraising appeals last night, which might give you a clue as to the other reason that this is happening. In the meantime, <laughs> can I take you to Cuba um, and tell, tell us a little bit about your thoughts there? I do want to get your reaction to Senator Bernie Sanders. Uh, he was responding to uh, our own Peter Ducey on his support, past support of Cuban policies. Watch. Last year during the campaign, uh, you said that it's unfair to simply. Do you still share that sentiment now that the people there seem to be? Well, our support is throughout Latin America and in Cuba and every place else. The right of people to protest for a decent economy and for political freedom. Senator? Well, it's interesting that Bernie says he supports the right of people to protest. You know who doesn't support that right? the Cuban communist dictatorship that, that Bernie also supports. Right now, the Cuban thugs are out there arresting protesters. They're throwing them in jail. They're clubbing them. They're beating them. And this is not new for... Ted, what were we doing to protesters who were protesting for Black Lives Matter? What were we doing to people who were protesting in support of protecting minorities from being p killed by police, un unrightfully so, unrightfully killed. Who, who were we, do you know, when that was going on, we were beating, the, the police were beating those people up, the protesters, and locking them up, and, and treating them wrong, and trampling them with horses, and running them down with cars, and, and you know, beating the shit out of them. And, you know, we saw, we all saw those videos of the police destroying, not destroying, but kicking, kicking those, those protesters' asses, you know, like forcing them, like, out of there or down or whatever, like, hurting these people for standing up for what they believe in, for standing up for, like, for the rights of black people. Literally just standing up for the rights of black people. And they, I saw someone get trampled by a horse in New York City um, 
on video. I wasn't there. I, I didn't go outside during the pandemic. Um, but, but it, so it, it is definitely odd that he would be saying this, that he would be saying, oh, well, they, <laughs> now I care. Now I care about them throwing protesters in prison. <laughs> Even though I was just saying the Democrats need to be locked up for their, for their protests during something that I wanted. Now, I'm saying, I'm saying these people should not be locked up for protesting because it is convenient for me to disagree with the Democrats in this way. Even though I technically agree with them, I still disagree with them. Decades, the communist dictatorship in Cuba has committed murder, has committed torture, has committed incredible atrocities. And, and Dana, as you know, for me, this is not just a theoretical matter. My father was imprisoned and tortured by Batista, Castro's predecessor. My aunt, my tia Sonia, was imprisoned and tortured by Castro. So my family, like so many millions of other Cuban families, have seen the brutal oppression of communism firsthand. And I got to say, watching these images, watching Cuban people in the streets risking their lives. When you stand up and protest, it's it's one thing to to wave a flag here in the U.S. where you're not risking your life. There, they are literally. Are you kidding? You act like people were not getting fucking destroyed for protesting here in the U.S. You can't just get away with protesting. They make it look like you're rioting and looting if you're protesting. And then they once they paint you out to be dangerous. Then they go in with the tear gas and fucking spray you down with rubber bullets. We've seen it. We've seen it. Have you seen those live streams, those POV live streams of the protest? Dude, insightful shit. I, I used to follow those all the time last summer. Definitely check those out. They're crazy. Because you see the police and their brutality. And it's like, holy fuck. Like, the, the, like you understand why these protests need to happen and you understand how you're actually not very free to protest because they'll just make it out to be if they don't agree with you they'll make it out to be a, a riot or looting or or whatever they 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 have to like justify hurting you like however way they justify hurting you you know so it's fucked up it's really fucked up Ted Cruz is a hypocrite risking imprisonment and death and and the american people stand with the people of cuba and i gotta say the biden administration has been terrible on this you know they put out a statement saying this shows their right to peaceful assembly no it shows mm -hmm. a communist dictatorship trying to silence their speech mm -hmm. and and the Biden administration claims these protests are about COVID. They just want some more COVID shots. No, these protests, they are yelling libertad. They are yelling freedom in the streets. They're yelling down with the dictatorship and they're waving American flags. What, what a beautiful symbol of freedom. The American flag is across the globe. Yeah, I don't know. That's, let's not get into imperialist territory here, Teddy. Um, you know, it's not good when you talk about the freedom of a, the liberation of Cuba. You don't want to involve, like, imperialism of, you know, American imperialism. Sorry. The microphone stand is falling. All right. Yeah, I'm back. I fixed it. Um, 
Dude, I can't believe uh, Call Her Daddy got, what, like a $60 million Spotify deal? Insane. Insane. I'm jealous. I am. I am. Anyways, let's see what else Ted has to say. And, and, and yet, Joe Biden... His hypocrisy. I don't know. Like, look at the American flag being flown in Cuba. Why? Why do we have to, you know, project ourselves onto Cuba? Why can't we just help them out without turning them into a little America? You know? Biden and Kamala Harris can't seem to figure out why that freedom is important and why those people are standing up and risking their lives. Well, you're exactly right about the bravery in more than 40 cities throughout that country. I don't think we've seen it more than 60 years at this level. Uh, Final topic. Got to run here. UN Title 42, which deals with immigration on the southern border, that if you have COVID, you cannot come into the country. Is that going to lapse or not, sir? Well, we're hearing concerning reports that the Biden administration intends to end enforcement under Title 42. Title 42 is the legal authority that allows you with illegal immigrants when they come to expel them and expel them quickly because of the pandemic. And then the Biden administration is making noise. They want to end that. I've introduced legislation this week to maintain the protections of Title 42. Listen, there's still a global pandemic. Many Americans have gotten vaccinated. I've gotten vaccinated. But a lot of the people coming here illegally, they they haven't. And as we see new variants of this disease, we've seen the disaster of Joe Biden's open border policy. It is putting a huge cost on my home state of Texas. And now these guys want to make it worse and release essentially everybody who comes. Title 42 has been having effect with regards to single young men who may be COVID positive. And, and if the Biden administration releases them okay. as well, it would be putting politics ahead of public safety and public health. I think that'd be a serious mistake. See where it goes. Senator, thank you. Please come back. Ted Cruz, thanks. Please come back. No, you. What? nobody says that to Ted Cruz. You, you're forced to say that. Oh, look at his face. Yeah, he definitely didn't mean that. He's like, please come back. Hmm. He's saying this. I hate this guy. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll be back tomorrow. No, no, no. You don't have to come back tomorrow. Oh, I will. I'll... You know, I'll come to your house for dinner. Uh, we're going to be best buddies. I-, I got nothing else going on. That's why I'm here on Fox News. Why, why else do you think you're, you only get me on this show all the time? I'm the only one who's available. <laughs> um... So, I wanted to do a, um, I wanted to do something different today. Because we do, you know, we do a lot of the Karen compilations. We do, uh, we do, we did like the cheating compilation. We did, you know, we did all that shit. So, now, now, now I think. What we should do. What we should do. We should look at, um, there's these TikToks where people expose other people's, like, so s- someone will reach out to this TikToker and be like, hey, I don't trust my girlfriend. I, you know, she's been acting kind of funny lately. Can you message her and pretend to hit on her and see what she, what she does? 
And then they make a TikTok about what happens. And it's pretty fucking crazy. So, I mean, we can we can check some of these out. Um, let's see, let's see what we got. TikTok loyalty test. Once again, so this girl hit me up and said, my friend's boyfriend has hit on me multiple times, but she doesn't believe me because I don't have proof. Could you help me expose him? She gave me his Instagram and obviously I DM'd him. Hey, cutie. Oh, well, hi. I saw you on my explore page. We should definitely talk more. What's good? Just looking at how cute you are in your pictures. Aw, thanks. You don't have a girlfriend or anything, right? No, ma'am. Why do you ask? Hmm, pretty sure you do have a girlfriend. Because I want to get to know you better. Do you have Snap? Yeah, I better be getting some fine-ass pics from you. This man did not pass the vibe check in the slightest. Why are you yelling into the microphone? Ow. This guy's crazier than me. So I got an Instagram DM. Brad, I will pay you $75 to vibe check my girl. I've heard rumors from the boys that she has been flirting with other guys. It would be an honor for King Brad to help. And I said, bro, I don't need you to pay me $75. I just want to help my followers. And he said... You will get paid for being kind. You will get $100. And I'm like, dude, where, where do you have this money? But anyways, I DM'd this girl. Well, I'm here. What are your other two wishes? She said, I wish for some Chipotle. You're not a bad substitute, though. She used the wrong kind of your. Anyways, I said, well, you know, you should give me your number and I can take you out to get it sometime. She said, yeah, that ain't going to happen. Why is that? Want to go now? She said, nah, I'm in a happy relationship. I said. You don't want a guy on the side? The only thing I want is for my man to take me to Chipotle. Bye-bye now. So I text oh. the guy. I'm like, dude, you got to take her to Chipotle. He did. Major brownie points. Oh. Got him. I mean, not got him. That's a loyal one. That's a loyal one. These hoes are sometimes loyal. These hoes are sometimes loyal. Yeah, but that, that doesn't sound as good, you know, on, on the track. Since I've lost all hope in the male species, today I gave them a chance to redeem themselves. So this girl hit me up and said I'll pay you $10 to do a loyalty test to my boyfriend. He cheated on me a few months ago, but he swore he'd never cheat. Again, she gave me his Instagram and obviously I DM'd him. Hey, you're so cute. We should talk more. LOL shirt, what's up? Not much, just wanting to get to know you better. I swear I've seen you before. Maybe on your explore page. I think so. Anyway, are you single? Haha, <laughs> yeah, why? Pretty sure you're not single. Because I want to get to know you better. LOL, sounds good. Give me your Snapchat. He gave me his Snapchat and he said, are you going to add me? Hello? Wait, I know you from TikTok. Please don't tell my girl. I oh. thought you said you didn't have a girl. She put you up to this, didn't she? Please don't tell oh. her. I obviously told oh, her. Oh, you got... You, not only did she tell the girl, but she also fucking put you on a green screen on TikTok. And this man clearly did not pass the vibe check. Why does she always, like, yell into the little iPhone? Part mic? two. I ask him out for coffee, and he's like, yeah, sure, let me bring Jess. And I'm like, Jess? And he's like, yeah, my girlfriend. She'd be happy to meet you. And I'm really confused because I don't even know a Jess. The girl that messaged me, her name isn't Jess, Jessica, I don't know, Jess Lynn, I have no idea. So I kind of just played off, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I thought you were single. And he's like, nope, I've been in a relationship for almost two years now. So I'm a bit confused. I send the girl some of the screenshots, and I'm like, what's going on? I knew he was cheating. His girlfriend is Jessica. They even have photos together on their Instagram. 
Who are you? I'm his girlfriend. Thank you. That's all I needed. And then the girl proceeded to block me. So that hit a red flag right there. So I messaged the guy and I'm like, hey, do you know so-and-so? And he's like, oh my God, what did she do now? I explained that I make exposing boyfriend videos and he's like, we've never dated. She's obsessed with me. She's in love with me, harasses every single girlfriend that I've ever had. I have her blocked. She's crazy. She even makes fake accounts to message me. Jesus, that's insane. So today I tested the female species to see if they could be loyal. So this oh, girl hit me up and says that she wants to propose to her girlfriend soon. So she wants to make sure she's 100% loyal. She gave me her Instagram and obviously I DM'd her. Hey, cutie. Hi. I think we worked at the same golf course together a few summers ago. Oh, which one did you work at? I said the name of the golf course. I don't remember you. Sorry. That's okay. Do you want to catch up? And this is where I thought it was going to go downhill. Sure. How have you been? Good. I always remember thinking you were so cute when we worked together. Thanks. You are too. Hmm. But then she redeemed herself. Thanks. So are you single? No, I have a girlfriend. It's a pretty serious relationship. Well, you could always have a girl on the side. Uh, no, thank you. I'm down to be friends though. So our girl passed a vibe check and I want an invitation to their wedding. This girl hit me up and said, I will pay you $100 to test my man's loyalty. I caught him messaging his ex back in March. She gave me his Instagram and obviously I DM'd him. Hey, do I know you? Uh, I don't think so, lol. Well, I'm pretty sure you look like my future boyfriend. Sorry to disappoint, but I have a girlfriend. Step one to loyalty, admit you have a girlfriend. So, you can still have a side chick. Hello, Mayo, this is so random. How did you find my account? My explore page. You're pretty attractive and that pickup line was decent, but I'm staying faithful to my girlfriend. So our boy passed the vibe check. Let her down easy too. He was like, listen, you're great. You're great. I don't want you to take this personally, but I am a good person. I am an honorable. Soy un hombre honorable. Holy, my boyfriend cheated on me last month, but told me he'd never do it again. I really want to make sure he's loyal. I love him so much, but he keeps playing with my emotions. Welcome back. Exposing your nasty cheating boyfriends, let's go. Hey. Hey. What's up? Nothing special. Oh, well, I think you're special. Oh my god, forgive me, that was literally so lame. Also, this boy cannot spell. Thanks, how? But why you think so? You just seem like a chill guy. I'd really like to talk more. Yeah, okay, check my snap. And then he gives me his snap. You don't have a girl or anything, right? Why are you asking? Question mark, question mark. And then he gives me his Snapchat code, even though he already gave me his Snapchat. Yeah. The girlfriend told me this guy was 18, but honestly, I'm starting not to believe it because this guy is acting like he's 12. So I start to mess with him. I'm in love with you. Really? Yes. Show me a real life photo of you. So I just sent him a picture of my face. And then he starts spamming me. Like for part two. Uh-oh, what? Girl, I think my boyfriend is cheating on me with my best friend. They always act super flirty at parties and their number one best friends on Snapchat. Sometimes they even hang out without me. Welcome back. Exposing your nasty cheating boyfriends, let's go. Hey, sorry if this seems random. I found you on my explore page and I thought you were cute. 
Thank you. Where are you from? And I say the city that the girlfriend told me to say. Really? I live 20 minutes away. Yeah, I actually just moved here for school. Well, if you'd like anyone to show you some of the best places to eat or just to hang, let me know. Hmm. Yeah, of course. What's your snap? Gives me his snap. So I'm like, do you have a girl or anything? Well, I'm kind of talking to this girl, but nothing serious. Is he referring to the girlfriend's best friend? Hmm. So you're not in a relationship. Haha, <laughs> nope. Why? I just think you're very attractive. Thanks. You too. You have pretty eyes. I'm free tomorrow if you want to go for lunch. Really, nothing is open because of Corona, but okay. So I send it to the girl and she's like, hmm, say yes and I'll go. Ooh. Like for part two. Oh, snap. I'll straight up pay you $100, no cap. I know my boyfriend is up to something. He turns his snap location off and doesn't have me in his private story list. Welcome back. People are crazy. Wait. Are, do people actually track their partner's location via Snapchat? Like, it, it's weird if people you'd... Because I've heard people also be like, like, I, I caught my friend like with, out with my sister or something because I saw their Snap locations. And it's like, dude, what? So do people just leave that on so people know like where where you are at that exact moment? Like if they want to just come pull up and find you? Like, that's, that's weird. That's weird to me. Why would you broadcast your exact location? That's crazy. Even if you're in, like, a relationship, like, that seems kind of like, like, why would you, location tracking? Uh, with Snapchat? Bro. Fucking crazy. This world is getting to a point where, like, I don't know. And let's just say this one's pretty crazy. Hey, sorry if this seems kind of random, but and it's I also like so normal. Like she didn't say like, oh, that's fucked up that she's tracking his location. Like, no, no, she she just treated it like it's something that people do. So like, am I missing something, Gen Z? Do you guys do this in relationships? Because like I used to give my my girlfriends um, my passwords to my, you know, my Facebook and stuff. And that was a big mistake. Um, big mistake, but I, you know, we didn't have that, like, location tracking. We did, but it wasn't as good as it currently is, and you couldn't just, like, share your location with people at so, so easily, like, Snapchat didn't have it, I'm pretty sure, but, like, now it's just fucked up, like, why would I put that on? Found an account that's pretending to be you. What who? And then I send them NASA. I think they're copying you because you're out of this world. Wow, I didn't expect that. Thanks. Sorry, you're just super cute. I had to slide in your DMs and then completely ignores my compliment. I see that we go to the same university. Would you be interested in grabbing coffee sometime in the fall? Yeah, sure. Let me bring Jess though. Jess? My girlfriend, she'd be happy to meet you. And this is where it gets kind of messy. The girl that messaged me to test him, her name isn't Jess or Jessica or anything like that. I even stalked his account and he has no profile pics with any girl, but he has highlight stories with a girl named Jessica. So if his girlfriend is named Jessica, who the heck is the girl that messaged me? So today I ended up doing some detective work. So this girl hits me up and she says that two of her best friends are dating, but she has a feeling that they both might be cheating on each other. So obviously I had to call him Brad Martin for backup. He's literally the male version of me and makes cheating and exposing videos just like I do. I messaged him the screenshots and I said, hey, we have another situation. And he said, yes, let's help out. So I DM the guy and he DM the girl. 
I would say bless you, but looks like God already did. Looks like God sent an angel to me then. What's up? This is not going well so far. Just looking at how cute you are in your Instagram pics. No way. I was just doing the same thing. So you're single, right? Yes, but you could change that. Mm, he's not single at all. I said, give me your Snapchat, cutie. He gave it to me and he said, you better hurry up and add me. And obviously our boy did not pass the vibe check. These people do. How many? Damn, there's so many unfaithful, tricky fucking people out there. Wow. I mean, considering that, like, every past relationship I've been in, there's been some sort of dishonesty or infidelity. Um, damn. Damn, that's like, I'm just thinking about that, like, holy shit. Kind of sad. Like, how many times does that happen to me? <laughs> the fuck you say to me, you little shit? <laughs> how are you? How are you not in fucking school? You kiss your mother with that mouth? It's called you. Ki- it's called you kiss your mother with that fucking mouth? Huh? Oh huh? <laughs> because the fucking youth of society. society. I'm talking to you. You shut your mouth. Oh, 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 I don't know what that is. Oh, nothing. It was nothing. It was nothing. Hey, can you do a loyalty test on my fiance? Here we go again. And since this fiance situations are usually pretty serious, I asked, are you for real? He says, yeah, we're getting ready to tie the knot and I want to put her to one final test. So here we go. So I DM'd her saying I saw her on my suggested pages and that she's gorgeous. She responds right away saying, why, thank you. I appreciate that. She also goes ahead and likes some of my pictures and even follows me before I'm even following her. So oh, I tell the guy snap. this and he says, let me see. I send him the screenshots and he says, she deadass liked your shit. And she keep going. Deadass I tell her I live in her shit. city and she says, WTF me too. Then I say, you're really cute. Think I could get your snap. She says, yeah, but I'm gonna let you know I'm engaged. From past situations, oh. we know that doesn't mean anything, but then this happened. She sent him a screenshot about me and said, I think my IG game is popping. And that she just wanted to let him know so he doesn't think that she's being sneaky. Damn. So she passed with flying colors. Damn. Now, since I essentially saved this guy's marriage, I asked how many likes do I have to get to be one of your groomsmen? And he said 2.5 mil, so can we please do that? <laughs> Boo. Hmm? You mind if I go through your phone real quick? Yeah, go ahead. It's just that easy. How? It's been that easy. Here. Boo, I'm going to check your social media sites. Check Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to do. I, I can check your text messages too. How? Look, do you see these matching ring tattoos? Yes. <laughs> do you see this great ring that you got me? Yes, and that thing is blinking. That means I'm not going nowhere. I'm not one of these little girls. I'm a grown ass woman. Why would I care if my husband go through my phone? Ooh, okay, boo. I don't really want to go through your phone. I was just asking. God, come on now. You know better than that. You don't got nothing to worry about. Oh, you promise? I think he promised. Ooh, my boo. <laughs> I mean, obviously that was, that was staged. Like that was all scripted. There, there are couples TikTok account. That's different. That's different than these vibe check ones. These are crazy. Up and says, Sid, I will legit pay you fifty dollars to see if my boyfriend's cheating. His snap location. Damn, is this a job that someone can do? Can I like catfish people and like fuck with people like that? Hey, what's up? Yeah, so, like, are you, 
are you from Tennessee? Cause you're, cause I wanna, cause you're the, cause I wanna stick my finger in your. I know what it is. It's are you. Are you from Tennessee? Cause you're the only ten I see. I know. I just wanted to make a stupid joke. He was at his ex girlfriend's house yesterday. She gave me his Instagram, and obviously I DM'd him. Are you a parking ticket? Cause you got fine written all over you. Wow, clever. I mean it. You're super cute. We should talk more. Thanks. You're not bad yourself. You don't have a girlfriend or anything, right? Why do you ask? I barely know you. Well, you could get to know me better. Yeah, I guess so. So, do you have a girlfriend? No, I don't. Mmm, pretty sure you do have a girlfriend. Good. Add my Snapchat. And I gave him this fake Snapchat. So our boy did not pass the vibe check in the slightest. Vibe check. So, um, wait, what is this? Look at this. Oh, I gotta save this one. Um, save to watch later. Um, okay. Damn, I can't believe I was gonna make a movie called To Catfish a Predator. And I messaged Chris Hansen about it, and he, he said he would check it out, and, like, he would, like, help me out with everything, and he lied to me. I shit you not, I have the messages, but he lied to me. Um, you know, and it's not the first time Chris Hansen has lied to someone and not delivered what he promised or said he was gonna do. So, um, you know, whatever. Whatever, man. I'm not, like, salty or anything. I'm just, like, I don't know why Chris Hansen doesn't care about, like, what I have to say. Like, I, I had information for him. Okay, so, anyways. <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, so back on the relationship uh, advice here. We gotta do one of these before we, uh, before we go. Um, alright, let's check it out. Okay, um, this is a short and sweet one. Ex being petty, or am I thinking crazy? So me and my ex have been apart for around a year now, and I've healed, and I'm over it. A couple of days ago, however, she added me on Instagram, and it didn't bother me, so I added, ended up adding her back a few hours later. Here's where I, I got kind of pissed off. Literally a minute after she accepted my follow request, she posts a picture with her new boyfriend kissing. I kid you not, literally a minute after she allowed me to follow her. I wasn't going to play her game, so I ended up blocking her for good. Is this just pettiness, or is this a coincidence? Like I said, it's been about a year. Oh, dude, that is pettiness. That is absolutely... You think that's just a coincidence? That right after she said, Oh, my ex-boyfriend, let me add him. And then let me p immediately post a picture of me making out with my new boyfriend to make him feel like shit. What, you think that didn't happen? You think it could be anything else? Absolutely, that's what it is. People, exes, I was going to say women are psycho. No, exes in general are psycho. Even a year later, there's still so much toxicity there because you loved that person so much. And then now you went from that to just like hating everything about them. And, and you want to just, like, 
make them feel like shit because they're not with you. I don't know. That's what it seems like she's doing. Like, she... So she added him first. So that he would add her back. So that she would... She would be able to post that picture of her and her boyfriend so that he would see it. That's so fucking manipulative. That is way too fucked up. Don't get involved. Go Keep her blocked. Keep her blocked. Do not... Do not let yourself get involved with this mess of a person. Anyways, um... That'll, that'll do it. That'll do it for this episode of the Short News Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for putting up with me being late again. Um, I'm, I'm very sorry. I, I think I might figure out a new schedule for the show that, um, you know, at least for the summer, that better fits into um, my weird freaking schedule and my mental health issues, um, those types of things. Um, so I will, I will think about what days the show is going to be from now on. Um, I would say turn your notifications on for whatever podcast app that you are, uh, that you use. If you really, if you care about the show, I don't want, I don't want to be like bothering you. Like, Oh, the short news just posted. Like, no, like if that, if that's annoying, then don't. But if you want to know when the show comes out, um, because I've been so off schedule, um, turn on, uh, you know, notifications for the short news podcast. Um, you want, if you for some reason want more of me, some, for some odd fucking reason, God knows why, you can find me, um, on Twitter at Alex underscore M-A-D-O-R-E. That's Alex Mador, M-A-D-O-R-E. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Alex Mador. And, you know, Clubhouse, I, I hear it's dying. Like, you look at the Google search, like, analytics, and, and it's just dropped for Clubhouse. Um, but, uh, you know, you can find me there at the in the OCD support group if you have OCD. Um, you can find me on Clubhouse at Alex Mador. I'll invite you to, to that group um, if you need. So, you know, you got options there. Um, thank you for listening. Again, thank you for being patient with me. Um, it it really does, it really does mean the world to me that anybody listens. So, this is it for the short news podcast. I'll be back in maybe a day, two days. Um, uh, I'll really try to, I'll try to crank these episodes out a little better. Um, anyways, all right. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. I love you very much, and peace. That was good. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available on location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs on location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game, 
with on location, and it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.